Once again rated the world's most boring city. I repeat, the world's most boring city. You literally can't do anything here except pay for overpriced drinks and food and potentially enjoy some Vancouver music. is known you actually don't to enjoy be a dull, you're pretending boring, to enjoy it so that you in with a bunch of people that you don't care about. Absolutely drab, soulless, I don't know what else to say. You suck, Vancouver. You Oh. Oh no. Well, at least we have Discorder. Pick up a fresh edition of Discorder magazine at your local venues and record stores. We have the latest news on venues, concert reviews, cultural events, and more. This month features articles on Stefana Fertilla, Softus, Tim the Mute, Levitation Fest Vancouver, and Music Waste. Special thanks goes out to this month's sponsors, including Mint Records, The Rio Theater, Rickshaw, Vinyl Records, Live Van, and AMS Events. Holy Hum, Hello Blue Roses, and the Red Hot Icicles Burning on Fire are collaborating with local artists Jen Wei, Con Lee, and Steve Hubert. 
for Waves and Flickers on Friday, June 26th inside the Planetarium. Tickets are available in advance at Eventbrite, Zulu, and Red Cat Records. Doors open at 8 p.m., show starts at 9. And just so you know, this is an adult-only licensed event. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV? My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Come on, Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Good evening, Vancouver. The robots are no longer in charge of programming right now. Although there is an automaton of a different sort. It is 7 o'clock Pacific Daylight Time. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR UEC Campus Radio. My name is Gak, and this will be the final Exploding Head Movies broadcast from the Student Union Building. Prepare yourself for the inner zone and exterminate all rational thought. Up in every reverse. 
welcome the wild boys running around into zone tripping letting to control about the big brother trying like hard to not blow my cover William Teller, Rachel Cooper, the boot, Mr. Mojo rising on the case again, so tell your mother and your sister and your sister's friends, like an exterminator on number one dust, I'm buck powder itching and I can't be trust, in his own trip and then I'm off to anexia, I gotta get a typewriter that's sexier, my name is Justin, that's all, that's it, and I be spitting rhymes wicked like an ain't throw shit, I'm stuck to hold it like Jimmy Page, but the song remains the same, so I'm stuck in a rage, just like Jane, when she's going to Spain, I think I'm going away tomorrow, just to
with the LaFunk Mob remix up here as a B-side. It's the original single from 1994. That was Bomb the Bass, along with Justin Warfield there with Bug Powder Dust. And Bomb the Bass is the alias of British producer Tim Simonon. And he started off in London around 1987 with a collage technique similar to Cold Cut and Mars of the Time. From that, he streamlined his influences as the samples became less blatant over time. And soon I'll touch upon the lyrical content of what Warfield was rapping about there. Um, I will talk that the original version fit in nicely with the nascent electronica big beat sound with a throbbing bass line lifted from the Brazilian jazz fusion bassist Alfonso Johnson, best known as part of the weather report. But in this case, it was performed on the title track originally to Flora Purim's album Open Your Eyes, You Can Fly. If you want an effective mouth box version of that bass line, it's you could loop that, except for the fact I got some fun stuff behind me. Uh, Warfield is primarily known currently as one half of the dark wave act She Wants Revenge of the back of the 90s. He appeared on tracks by acts like Placebo, The Crystal Method, and The Chemical Brothers. And La Funk Mob are a duo of French DJs who later became popular. After Daft Punk and the first wave of French house music, but they renamed themselves into Cassius. They remain a vital, though somewhat muted part of the music scene, especially as their music has been sampled by acts like Kanye West and Drake. So, there's a weird amalgam of various 90s influences. So, welcome to a special episode of Exploding Head Movies, the final one broadcast here from room 233 of the sub. As we prepare for our move, the boxes are here. Things are coming down. I'm actually speaking of a different mic than usual since uh, the mixers and turntables I'm used to are gone. But enough of that. What are you listening to? Well, this is Exploding Him Movies, your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's meticulous and permissive community radio station CITR. We are the voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM Vancouver. Broadcast at 5 hour 90 watts here from unceded Musqueam territory here on the main campus for shifting to the lower mainland of British Columbia here in Canada. Elsewhere, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Giak, and I'll be helping to close out CITR's era here in the Student Union building prior to our move as we head to the nest, along with discussing uh, your philosophy of drug use as it pertains to artistic endeavors. Oh, that's a quote from something we're about to get into. Anyways, the phone number for the station. I have no idea if the phones work even. There's no doubt on. Please don't call. Looks like our phone lines are in the midst of moving as well, too. You can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow CITR on Twitter at CITR Radio. You can also follow me at 100 Air. So Bug Powder Dust's lyrics definitely evoke a certain beat writer style, and the original version of that song goes in more exact detail by lifting samples from a film adaptation of that writer's likely most famous work. So as we stop being around the bush, we're talking about William S. Burroughs' Naked Lunch. So later on the show, we'll listen to a selection from the scores of the 1991 film adaptation directed by Canadian David Cronenberg, featuring music by uh, a frequent collaborator of his, fellow Canadian Howard Shore, and then the recently deceased jazz musician Ornette Coleman. And uh, Naked Lunch, as a film, isn't a straight adaptation of Burroughs' 1959 novel, 
but definitely expands the story by incorporating many of Burroughs' autobiographical details and myths. And we'll also listen to a few pieces done by Coleman himself. So as stated before, this week marks the final schedule week that CITR broadcasts from its home here in the sub. This Friday marks a wake for the old location here that has served us well for over 40 years. And this Saturday we'll be doing kind of a New Orleans-style funeral wake as we go from the old location to lower level 502 at the bottom of the amphitheater in the nest. So I'll provide some more details later on the show. I may wax nostalgic about this home of ours, at least for me, for seven years at least, and tease you what to expect starting next week. Mostly trying to figure out how the new mixer works. However, let us take care of some business of some folks who are in town tonight. In the background, this is the Australian musician Ben Frost with Killshot. This is off his 2009 album, By the Throat. Frost does call Reykjavik Iceland home as of late. It serves as a host of sorts to the Vancouverite-turned-Montrealer Tim Hecker. And tonight, the both of them are playing a show at the Imperial. Doors open at 8 o'clock. Show starts at 9.30. Tickets, I believe, are still available for $22. It is a 19 and older show. And we will listen to both artists on their own. So before a somewhat recent Tim Hecker, we'll listen to a track off of Frost's latest album, Aurora. It will be equally as dark. And I've been warned, based on soundcheck, the bass will be heavy. We'll see if we can provide it here. Otherwise off this uh, old mixer of ours. So this will be Ben Frost with Secant here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
So from his 2013 album, Virgins, that was Tim Hecker with Virginal One. And back in the day, Hecker used to record under the alias of Jet One, or Jet Tone. As of late, his darker ambient works, particularly albums like Harmony and Ultraviolet from 2006, and 2011's Rave Death, comma, 1972, definitely highlights his ability to record different orchestral setups and to resample the music along with the environment the sounds were originally captured in into haunted works such as that. At this point, Virgins remains his latest work, but perhaps something new is up Hecker's sleeves, as I'm sure we'll find out tonight. So again, Tim Hecker joins the artist we heard beforehand, Ben Frost, tonight at the Imperial. Doors should be opening in uh, just over half an hour from now, and the show will be starting in just about two hours. Tickets again, $22, 19 and older, the show. I'm definitely hoping to swing by for part of the show after I race from this experience that I do. Behind me, this is Denmark's demonstration synthesis, and this track is key, as in the French, for who, Q-U-I. This is off last year's DS3 release, and I think at this point, he's up to, I think, DS14 or so. So yes, after 46 years in the student union building, CITR, along with our magazine friends, Discord will be moving to a new place in the nest. So we're going to be inviting members, friends, donors, fans, and alumni to be part of everything that will be going on. Alumni will have a chance to host shows throughout the weekend, participating in the last broadcast here in room 233 of the sub. And there will be a parade to the first broadcast in our new studios, so hopefully you can join us, whether physically or on air. So this Friday, June 26th, Awake for the Old, will be happening as we say goodbye. I don't even know what to hit anymore. I'll spin the globe I just somehow seized. And yeah, we can say bye all the way from Ulaanbaatar at Magnolia. So that'll be 7 to 10 p.m. on Friday, preempting the regular programming. And then on Saturday, June 27th, we start here in the old sub at 1 o'clock. And then we march over to the new studios, debuting life at LL502 of The Nest at 2 p.m. So yeah, hope you can join us. We go to www.citr.ca. There are some links that talk about the new station celebration. Next up, uh, this is a local act I've been hoping to play for a while, particularly this song when it came out earlier this year through the Mood Hut label. And Mood Hut is run by some of the crew that used to be part of the indie act No Gold. But Liam Butler and Jack Judson have morphed into the Pender Street Steppers, specializing in a brand of house music that feels somewhat removed, almost new age, but retaining a solid rhythm. Kind of almost like being in the next room chilling as the dance kicks in. Earlier this year, uh, Pinner Street Steppers released a single that's caught plenty of attention, almost helping them fuel next month's European tour. This will be the A-side to that single. Pinner Street Steppers, you were the track referring to a Douglas Coupland book about how condos have changed Vancouver. This will be The Glass City here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies in the Student Union Building.
the title track to one of his releases this year that was Jolan Ras with Northern Lights Ras is a Vancouver DJ producer and saxophone player and already this year he has two singles out and another EP available on SoundCloud and Bandcamp and in the background this is Keith Mansfield production music library composer profiled in the past year on Exploding Movies off the KPM collection Impact in Action Volume 2 this is Ben on the move. And as I've indicated before, all the men and women and robots here at CITR will be on the move this week. As we say bye to the old sub, head off to a new station to build up more memories that way and connect it all that way. So stay tuned this weekend to 101.9 FM CITR Vancouver. I can actually hear some of the movers working now. Perhaps some doors should be shut. Anyways, Friday, June 26th from 7 to 10 p.m. Awake for the old sub. Saturday, June 27th from 1 to 5 p.m. in the afternoon. We sort of march over, switch over from the old sub to the new nest. A whole bunch of old CITR veterans will be on air. We'll figure out the exact schedule at some point, but expect some old voices. Maybe some old stories. But we'll have probably have some new stuff tell you later now meanwhile last weekend marked the start to the 30th annual td vancouver international jazz festival there are many shows already that have taken place but things still go until canada day check out the full calendar at www.coastaljazz.ca for all your options definitely looking forward to seeing acts like adonis puentes and the voice of cuba orchestra the bad plus and all their guests peregrine falls and don pemberton to name but a few however let's listen to a couple of short quick tracks from acts for whom I do have music, we'll start off with Portland, Oregon's Pink Martini. They play this Saturday, June 27th at the Orpheum Theater, and tickets start at $49. And they're a 12-piece, kind of a mixture of 1930s Cuban music, classical music, a bit of Brazilian marching street band, Japanese film noir, and they target themselves as a, a little orchestra, mixing all manners of sounds. Their eighth studio album, Dream a Little Dream, shows a lot of world traveling there. Actually features some guest appearances by the Chieftains, amongst others. But we'll go back to 2007's Hey Eugene. This will be Pink Martini with Taya Tan. And then we will follow up with a jazz drummer whose improvised score to the Oscar-winning Best Picture this year was declared ineligible.
Is it gonna pull through? I'm not sure, honey. It has been 46 years. I know, but I just love it so much. It's okay. It's going to a better place. And so are we. When did I get older? Someone tell me why. After 46 years on the second floor of the Student Union Building, CITR and Discorder will be moving into a new station in the new Student Union Building. Join us on Friday, June 26th, as we throw the biggest wake for a radio station you've ever seen. The party goes from 7 to 10 p.m. RSVP at citr.ca slash new station celebration. See you there! Short little piece there. Off of the score to Birdman for the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, which took home a couple Oscars earlier this year. Definitely not for best music, because it was ineligible. Originally tied, in some ways, to how much other music appeared. Despite the fact that the drummer we heard there, Antonio Sanchez, basically improved it. For the film itself, although there were definitely years of workshopping that way. Anyways, that cue was just called Fire Trail, and Antonio Sanchez and an act called Migration will be performing this Saturday, June 27th at the Performance Works. will be joined by Seamus Blake, John Escreet, and Matt Brewer, definitely influenced based on some recent trammels that he had done. Perhaps it was drumming with Pat Metheny. Hard to say that way. Anyways, tickets for that performance start at $38.50. But there are plenty of jazz festival options that don't cost a dime. 
And I think later on in the show, there's at least one act I want to highlight, even though they're not jazzy by any measure whatsoever. Now, we'll cut away from the jazz festival briefly, despite it being a natural lead-in to our look at the late saxophonist Ornette Coleman. But uh, first off behind me, this is Dave Richmond with Moving Along, originally off of Volume 1 of the KPM compilation, Industry. It appears on many other 90s compilations, mostly German labels, that peddle some uh, vintage girly art from the 70s. Anyways, before I forget, CITR's new address is LL502, 6133 University Boulevard, Vancouver, BC. V is in Victor, 6T is in Tango, 1Z1, Z for Zulu, and it's in the lower level. Some people have finally gotten their first view of it. I've been peeking into the nest for the past few weeks since uh, the building first opened up, and uh, we're in a good natural space there. There's an odd little column that's protruding where I thought we'd have like a natural amphitheater-type view to seeing what's in the station. So the important thing I just want to reiterate is that CITR is almost going to be front and center in the new nest, because here in the student union building, uh, we were sort of tucked away on the second floor, kind of where we could do our own thing, I guess, in a way, but uh, definitely didn't really help people to try to find us in any way whatsoever. But in the nest, well, there's various layers there, and there actually is something that looks like a wooden nest, which I saw has some couches and tables on top. But if you go all the way down, all the sort of natural leanings there lead to the new station. You can peer in easily. I mean, you can definitely look in what we're doing here most of the time. But again, you have to find us. But there will be front and center. And the nice thing about it is with that amphitheater, we can always swing all the doors open. If we have a band or some other event going on that way, we can definitely build up a crowd. So definitely looking forward to see how things turn out next week once we hop over there. As well, too, well, we're actually under the pizza joints since Pi R Squared, they hopped over already there. And, uh, yeah, perhaps a faint odor of flatbreads and pizzas and mozzarella. And, ha, I have no idea what I was going with there. Anyways, Tough Age, local band, and they are back. Not only with a trip back in town next week, since uh, they are now split between here and Toronto, but with their second album, I Get the Feeling Central, which is due out tomorrow through Vancouver Label. Mint Records. They're playing two shows in Calgary this weekend for Sled Island, and it's created by Godspeed You Black Emperor, and I wish I was going, but I had sorted some other stuff out during that time, but hopefully you get a chance to. But they'll be celebrating the release of I Get the Feeling Central, along with Gal Grayson, Cult Babies, and from Los Angeles, Kaz Merbluk, next Saturday, July 3rd at the Cobalt. Tickets start at $8, doors open at 9 and from their new album, this will be Tough Age, with Snakes and ladders here on Exploding Hemis. My name is Gak. I'm hitting things by accident. But it's all the name of Quality Radio. The type of radio that you've been expecting and anticipating all this time and you're used to.
The Sled Island Music and Arts Festival returns to Calgary June 24th to 28th. Five whirlwind days with over 300 bands, films, art, and comedy across 30 venues. Curators Godspeed the Black Emperor, Topa Bill, featuring television, De La Soul, Yola Tango, and more. Visit sledisland.com for details. You're listening to CITR 101.9. Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people.
Blank Tomorrow, Tuesday, June 23rd, the Biltmore Cabaret. That was War Baby off of 2013's Jesus Horse. Or Jesus Horse. That was Black Swan. War Baby will be joined by Gaytheist, Anchoress, and Ape War. Doors open Tuesday at 8 p.m. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $10 and it is a 19 and older show. Under the background, this is Les Reed with Black, White, and Beautiful. Originally off the 1975 compilation Sounds 80. Though I know this track through another compilation called Ready Steady Boogaloo, Amphonic Grooves for Connor B. Chicks and Cool Steppers. And I did a profile on a very short show a few years back on Reed's work for the 1960s film Girl on a Motorcycle. My name is Gak. You're listening to CRTR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. And this week's marks the final time we broadcast here from room 233 of the Student Union Building. Not totally sure what's going to happen with the walls and any of the wonderful art that we've left up here. Although I hear at some point a silent auction is going to happen. So if you've ever been in and you've been partial to things like the Bloom, Bloom County Comics Wall. Or perhaps uh, some of the sticker art that's been posted on the doors or any other wooden surface. I think you may have a chance to pick it up. So our last official broadcast day will be Friday. June 27th. On Saturday, we'll be starting in the morning here, but it's from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. That marks the final hour here as there's a parade over to the new location. Lower level 502 of the nest here on UBC. Now we'll do one last jazz festival act here, although in a non-jazzy vein. Similar to other acts that I won't have a chance to play tonight, though I've shared tracks in the past. Like the Ballantines, Tiny Pyramids, uh, then other acts like Erica Badu, The Roots, Don Pemberton. So tomorrow, Tuesday, June 23rd, again, if you're not going to War Baby, you can go to the Fortune Sound Club for Sons and Jerusalem in My Heart, joined by Hyenas. Tickets start at $20, and Sons is a long-standing Montreal band, having elements of kraut rock influenced by Clinic, and other sort of jerky elements that way. And then uh, Jerusalem in My Heart is a live audiovisual project by Radwan Ghazi Mumane. So there's going to be a good mix of a vibe-laden heavy analog synths, drums, abstracted rock, but some Arabic influences, modal electronics, and a bit of multimedia art installation as well, too. So earlier this year, they released a self-titled collaboration. So this will be Sons and Jerusalem in My Heart with Self. Otherwise, stay tuned. We'll hear a little something from William S. Burroughs himself before we explore his naked lunch here from unceded Musqueam Territory. UBC Campus Radio, CITR, 101.9 FM. This is Vancouver.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the 77th Annual Radio Relay Race. That's right, Jim. Lots of great radio stations out on the track this morning, but my personal favorite is CITR. That baby's been going strong for close to five decades. Astute observation as always, Bill, but I think the key is going to be passing the broadcast smoothly from the old sub to the new station in the nest. Absolutely agree, Jim. Folks, you should tune in on Saturday, June 27th, and listen live to their first broadcast from the new station. That was oddly direct, Bill. You know how much I value clarity, Jim. The big changeover happens from 1 to 5 p.m. on the 27th. Tune in then, folks. Will we do this? Hello? Hello? Boy, this is exciting. Exploding Head Movies. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Three hours solid. I think they're using it for the operating room. The lavatory has been locked for three hours solid. I think they're using it for an operating room. <sighs> Nurse, I can't find her pulse, doctor. Dr. Benway, cardiac arrest, god damn it. He looks around and picks up a toilet plunger. He advances on the patient. Make an incision, Dr. Limp. He says to his appalled assistant, I'm going to massage the heart. Dr. Limp shrugs and begins the incision. Dr. Benway washes the suction cup by swishing it around in the toilet bowl. Nurse, shouldn't be sterilized, doctor? Dr. Benway, very likely, but there's no time. He sits on the suction cup like a cane seat, watching his assistant make the incision. You young squirts couldn't lance a pimple. Without an electric vibrating scalpel with automatic drain and suture, all the skill is going out of surgery. All the know-how and make do. Tell you about the time I performed an appendectomy with a rusty sardine can. And once I was caught short without instrument one and removed a neutrine tumor with my teeth. And that was in the upper fender, and besides, the wench is dead. The incision is ready, doctor. Dr. Penway forces the cup into the incision and works it up and down. Blood spurts all over the nurse, the doctors, and the wall. The cup makes a horrible sucking sound. Nurse, I think she's gone, doctor. Dr. Penway, well, it's all in the day's work. He walks across the room to a medicine cabinet. Some fucking drug addict just cut my cocaine with Sandy Flush. Nurse, send the boy out to fill this RX on the double. So that irascible old man 
was William S. Burroughs. Off of a 1993 album with uh, the disposable heroes of hypocrisy. The television will not be revolutionized. A little sort of riff on old Gil Scott Heron piece. Those are William S. Burroughs along with the disposable heroes of hypocrisy with Dr. Benway operates. And that's off the 1993 album Spare Ass Annie and Other Tales. And uh, Burroughs, great historical beat novelist, came up at the same time as Jack Kerouac, Allen Ginsberg. Also wrote many short stories. He's an essayist, a painter, but uh, one of the best spoken word performers you'll find, especially with his uh, Missouri accent there. And he was a primary figure of the Beat Generation, sort of their older father of sorts, since he was a, a decade or so older than the rest of them. Some almost managed to outlive them all, despite his drug use. And, uh, yeah, major postmodern author. And for a time, he used a cut-up technique to take text, chop it into pieces, and reform it into a new intended narrative. And in the past, Burroughs has uh, collaborated for some of his spoken word pieces, ranging from Bill Laswell's material, Laurie Anderson, Throbbing Gristle, and Ministry. He appeared in Gus Van Sant's uh, 1989 film Drugstore Cowboy, playing a character based on a short story called The Priest. And uh, was Sonic Youth in 1990 released a spoken word album called Death City Radio. He did some collaboration work with Nick Cave and Tom Waits, first for a collection of short prose called Smack My Crack, which became a spoken world album from uh, 1987. And then uh, with Tom Waits and director Robert Wilson, they created a play called The Black Rider. Burroughs died in Lawrence, Kansas, August 1997. After complications of a heart attack, he had suffered the previous day. Although his long-standing use of drugs kind of compounded it, and he was 83. And in 1991, William S. Burroughs' hallucinatory, once-thought-unfilmable novel, Naked Lunch, was actually directed into a film by David Cronenberg. Sorry, about a story about a part-time insect exterminator and full-time drug addict, played by Pierre Weller, taking one of William S. Burroughs' uh, pen names. Taking his mom's maiden name, Bill Lee. As it goes into the nightmarish inner zone, netherworld of sinister cabals, giant talking bugs, sort of a mixture of humorous and grotesque, definitely surreal. So, But it takes part of the book, The Naked Lunch, along with some of the other fiction written by him, and some of the additional autobiographical accounts of his life, such as his time with his wife, Joan. So, a metatextual adaptation of sorts that way. But, uh... Burroughs would be the first person to count to indicate he did not really remember writing the book at all. It was uh, compiled in part Jack Kerouac, Allen Ginsberg, based in time in New York. Although I think the film sort of made it look like Chicago in some ways, although totally filmed in Toronto. And also spent some time in Tangier, Morocco, as he met other people that way. They got high on the bug powder dust. It was a drug made from a centipede, the original black meat. And then his typewriter seems to have a mind of its own. So, Cronenberg worked with composer Shore. And he worked with the London Philharmonic Orchestra to make the music that way. But he also got to work with his childhood jazz hero, Ornette Coleman, since it sort of fits in the time when Naked Lunch was written in the 50s and finally published in 1959. 
And uh, recently, actually last year, uh, a remastered version of the original Naked Lunch, the complete original soundtrack, was released through How the How label. Although back in 1992, Milan Records released the original soundtrack. And behind me, well, we first heard Howard Shore with the London Philharmonic Orchestra. With Mugwumps. And I'm talking over the main theme here. You can hear the saxophone of Ornette Coleman. So, we'll allow the main theme to sort of continue on without me. We'll listen to various other cues. No samples at this point. This will be Exploding Head Movies Profile. A Naked Lunch. Featuring the late great Ornette Coleman. Who we'll have isolated later on in the show here. Stay tuned. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
So we have a nice mix of orchestral music there and a full-on jazz trio. So I was talking over the theme to Naked Lunch, the point where I shut up before, then we heard the Inner Zone Suite, and then we heard uh, three Ornette Coleman compositions. First one was Ballad Slash Joan, then Reitman, and then Take Nine of Bug Powder. And the trio consists of Ornette Coleman on saxophone, and he was primarily an alto sax player, although occasionally he would play violin as well, too. Otherwise, on the drums, I believe it was his son, Donardo Coleman. And there on bass, it was Barry Phillips. Occasionally, very piano, that was David Hartley. Otherwise, London Philharmonic Orchestra here, along with Howard Shore. And a little sax should be kicking with Ornette Coleman, and refers to one of the characters that we heard William S. Burroughs talk about before. Dr. Benway. One of the fictitious doctors. Although based on a real doctor of sorts. And if he wrote the curious term of Blade Runner, even though it basically became a Ridley Scott film about Philip K. Dick story, the title took from Blade Runner, someone who actually fenced surgical tools for the underground. Running blades. Um, David Cronenberg, who did the uh, film adaptation of Naked Lunch, originally was hoping to uh, do parts of sequences to film it in Jordan and other parts of the Middle East. But of course, in 1991, the first Gulf War happened, and it sort of coincided nicely with some Ontario tax credits. So anything that was filmed in Tangiers, otherwise known as Interzone, well, that was done in a Toronto studio, which kind of helped give it that sort of mysterious feel because I'm sure Burroughs himself didn't really remember his time to the point he didn't even know that Naked Lunch actually had been published as a book and uh, Howard Shore co-composer of Naked Lunch has worked with David Cronenberg extensively starting in 1979 for The Brood and they've worked together in many horror films and then some of his existential body things as well too like M. Butterfly Existence and then recent things like History of Violence, Eastern Promises, A Dangerous Method, Cosmolopus, Cosmopolis, one day I will say it right, and then most recently last year's Map to the Stars. But Naked Lunch kind of stands in between all these things in many ways. And Cronenberg has gone on record saying Howard Shore is a very much like a very good character actor. He can play many different roles, and they grew up making movies together. And it's acted as a creative backbone for his work for many years because it allowed him to experiment and that gives its own creative energy that way. And then, yeah, why Naked Lunch as a film? Well, at that point, it was unfilmable, so it allowed him freedom to invent something new. So as opposed to other novelized novels that were made into films were eminently filmable. You're kind of confined in the bounds of what people's expectations were. But at the point of Naked Lunch, no one really knows what to expect to see, so... You can almost go anywhere. So, Ornette Coleman, born March 1930 in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, played primarily alto sax, as I indicated before violin. He also played trumpet. Also did a lot of composition on his own. He was one of the major innovators of the free jazz movement in the 60s. And he has a strong connection with William S. Burroughs. Uh, they starred together in a 1966 cult film written and directed by Conrad Rooks called Chappaqua, based on Rooks' experiences with drug addiction. Of course, William S. Burroughs fits in that time since he was a notorious heroin junkie, as evidenced by a book that he wrote called Junkie. Uh, Allen Ginsberg, fellow beat poet, appeared as well, too. And Ornette Coleman, 
And originally, Coleman was supposed to write the score for the film. But at that point, it was rejected for the film. And co-star Ravi Shankar ended up composing a score. But Coleman was able to repurpose his music. And he made a piece. I think it was 1967 called The Chappaqua Suite. But more importantly, at least specific to that, Coleman and Burroughs traveled to Morocco in 1973 to perform with and record the master musicians of Jujuka. And uh, previously, Burroughs had attended another performance by the master musicians, uh, along with the uh, Rolling Stone Brian Jones, before he passed away. And uh, he wrote about his 1973 trip to Coleman in the staple magazine that you find in the woods, the French magazine, Oui, with a piece entitled Goat God Out of Sight. But as well, too, Mr. Burroughs was present for the recording of this song, which also appears on the Naked Lunch soundtrack, but uh, later appeared on the 1977 album by Arnett Coleman, Dancing in Your Head. And it was recorded in part with the Master Musicians of Jujuka in 1973. So along with Arnett Coleman on alto sax, there's Burn Nix on first lead guitar. On the second lead guitar, it's Charlie Ellerby. On bass guitar, it's Rudy McDaniel. On drums, Shannon Jackson. And then playing clarinet here. It's Robert Palmer, but not the singer you're thinking of. It was addicted to love and all that wonderful stuff that way, but no, this is a, a clarinetist. So, from the 1977 album Dancing in Your Head, along with the soundtrack to Naked Lunch, this will be Ornette Coleman with Midnight Sunrise, and we'll play a song off of one of his seminal albums. And it's, that album has a brilliant name. The Shape of Jazz to Come, Ornette Coleman.
Recorded May 22nd, 1959, featuring Ornette Coleman on alto sax, Don Cherry on cornet, Charlie Hayden on bass, and then Billy Higgins on drums. Off of 1959's The Shape of Jazz to Come, that was Ornette Coleman with Lonely Woman. Now it's been written that Burroughs and Coleman sought to break down the control systems of music and language, and in Coleman's music, no one musician controls the group, and instead each musician reacts to the music around him. The idea of the terminology of free jazz started with Ornette Coleman. And the idea with him was that the music they play, no one player has the lead, anyone can come out with it at any time. Unfortunately, free jazz at this point has more of an association of just being wonky and just all over the place, but at the time, the idea was that everyone would be listening to each other and then reacting accordingly. And so it connects with his buddy William S. Burroughs, who was there present with the song that we started that set off with. Ornette Coleman again with different players. Burn Nix, Charlie Ellerby, Rudy McDaniel, Shannon Jackson, Robert Palmer, and the master musicians of Jujuka from 1977's Dancing in Your Head. That was Midnight Sunrise. And uh, the idea is of uh, separating the author from control over the text. Well, in this case, uh, Coleman definitely focused on being in the moment. And the main anecdote I heard all the time when speaking with uh, Gavin Walker, who will be joining you in 10 minutes for the jazz show, and indicated that uh, after every show that Ornette Coleman would play, he would still practice another two hours or so, because at that point he felt he still had to get better with the saxophone. Ornette Coleman died June 11th this year in New York City due to a cardiac arrest. He was 85 years old. That up until last year, still touring quite extensively. So, let's take another couple orders of business here I left out. Uh, first off, let's talk about some of the soundtrack releases available this week. It includes uh, Peter Gregson's work for the film A Little Chaos, and the Trevor Rabin for the film Max. Otherwise, uh, Explosions in the Sky did the work for the latest David Wingo film Manglehorn. Now from the soundtrack to Victoria, which I managed to get a preview listen to by various online streams, completely legit, so at some point I'll be profiling that, the wonderful pianist that he is. Uh, there's a re-release of Aguido and Maurizio de Angelis' work for Cantabere Número Dos, Nueve Story del 300, I forget what that is in Italian, Tre, Za, whatever it is. There's another Ennio Morricone re-release for his work for Astano Tutti Bene. Rob McEwen's work for A Boy Named Charlie Brown, which I think is the musical version that was done for Broadway. And then Air gets a deluxe edition of their work for the Virgin Suicides. Should be quality stuff that way. Otherwise, for this final Exploding Head movies here in the Student Union building, don't worry, I will be back next week. I'm just remarking the space here. Um, we'll have one last song tied to moves. But otherwise, I felt like it was time to bring up the entire three microphone setup that I used to do sometimes when messing with things. And this crackling you hear is a toy snake that has been wrapped around mics one, two, and three. So yeah, we'll see how the new space works. It's going to take some time for it to build its character that way. But uh, we have to start somewhere. We think about the ghosts of old that have walked through these halls. We will miss them. We'll miss every part, every facet, every square inch. 
of our time here in room 233 of the sub. But let's see what we can build at the nest. You, know, you can't think of the memories of old Yankee Stadium while comparing it to the new one. Sometimes you just gotta make a new script. Pages blank. Let's see what you can write. So yeah, coming up at 9 o'clock, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Harker, and it'll take you to midnight, so stay tuned to CITR. And as I said before, Friday evening marks a wake for our time here. And Saturday, we will start here. We will parade to our new home in the nest, LL502. If you missed any of this week's episode here, Exploding Movies, you can grab the podcast via www.citr.ca or iTunes. Just search for Exploding Head Movies or CITR. You can find many of this station's fine programming available that way. Podcast always gets updated first. Sometimes I upload things on the Mixcloud, as opposed to upcloud everything to Mixload. But, uh, you know, sometimes things don't load as expected. But I do what I can. Maybe some silences will appear in the podcast. Maybe our new home will be able to address that one way or another, but just stick with us. Yeah. Try to listen live when you can. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at 100air. CITR is at CITR Radio. And both Facebook, Tumblr, and Google+. Actually, all three of them, not both. Exploding Hit Movies is there. But you can email me at radiofreegack at gmail.com at any time. So next week, as we nestle into the nest, uh, I'll go with some Johnny Jewel and his score from the Ryan Gosling directorial debut, Lost River. So expect a love, glassy, cold synths. Fitting in theme behind me, this is Angelo Badalamenti. This is Moving Through Time, off of his soundtrack to Twin Peaks, Firewalk With Me, the prequel to the David Lynch TV series, Twin Peaks itself. At some point next year, I think I'll dive back in, since uh, the new series will be coming out that way. So we'll close with Mr. Scruff off the 1990 album, Keep It Unreal. It's time to get a move on. And please, join us as we move. You've been listening to Exploding in Movies here on 101.9 FM CITR Vancouver. Thank you, Sub. We'll see you in the nest.
listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, coming right up right now. Do-ba-dee-oo. 